Fall reminds us how beautiful it is to let go. I can't remember where I first saw that quote, or honestly, who should be getting the credit, but I remember I really needed to hear it at the time. I think we can all agree getting to see leaves change from green to yellow, red, and orange is one of the most stunning sights we get to enjoy in a year. So how can it be that change on trees is so magical, but change in our lives can be terrifying? It's all perspective. Transformation in our lives is just as wonderful as the transformation taking place on those trees. It's just almost impossible to see that because of that damn discomfort we feel when something is new, different, and outside of our comfort zone. So whether your changes come in the form of a career transition, a lost love, a financial setback, or anything else, I invite you to follow nature's lead. Loosen the grip and let what needs to go simply fall to the ground. Since autumn is just so inspiring to me, I wanted to give you some fresh ideas for where to spend this spectacular season. So in this episode, we'll be learning about some quick trips you can take to Arizona State Parks. I brought in an expert for this one. Neil Large is the digital marketing coordinator for Arizona State Parks. He's also a dad, outdoors lover, and increasingly a bird watcher. Thank you so much for joining us on Here With Her. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to be here. Me too, yeah. especially because it's my favorite time of year, fall. Um, and Mine too. Arizona is so great for experiencing fall. So I'm hoping that today you'll be able to take us through some of the best spots in the state that Arizona State Parks offers as far as fall experiences and watching the leaves change, just everything that makes us love this season in our state. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean... Um, first of all, like you said, this is an awesome time of year to enjoy Arizona. The, we're finally cooling down. We love know? that. Yeah. And the, the leaves, I mean, people kind of look past some of the lower elevation parks as someplace that might not have, uh, leaves that are changing. People go up to places like, uh, the peaks and Flagstaff, which is gorgeous. The Aspen's changing up there is awesome, but, uh, the cottonwood trees and sycamores down in the Verde Valley and uh, along Oak Creek can be absolutely mind-blowing, too. Yeah, so you want to make sure you don't miss something just because you think, oh, I have to go to those high peaks. So how many Arizona State Parks, just so that we fill everybody in in case they're not aware of all that you guys offer, how many parks are there? There's 35 throughout Arizona. And they're anywhere from, let's say, Lyman Lake in the northeastern part of the state to all along the Colorado River, um, from Cottonwood down to Patagonia. I mean, we encompass uh, almost the entire state with parks that are easily reachable by people. Yeah, and I think that people in the urban areas, like here in the valley where we are, they don't yeah. realize how close it really is to get to an Arizona state park. I mean, I know that for me, I live in central Phoenix takes me like 45 minutes to get out to the superstitions and be in Lost Dutchman State Park and I can camp there and I can climb Flatiron and it only took me 45 minutes to get there and, and it's magical and you feel like you're so far away but really you're not so it's very doable. Yeah exactly that, I was going to touch on that too the feeling of remoteness once you get back into these trails uh, Flatiron all I mean that's awesome up there. Yeah but you're really not that far from home and one of the things that I want my listeners to understand too is when you go to Arizona State Parks, you are going to be so empowered. So for people who they're new to outdoor exploring and adventuring, maybe people who have little kids and they have a lot of concerns, I have grown as an adventurer 
via Arizona State Parks because your rangers, first of all, I don't know what you're paying them, but they are so dang happy to be (laughs) there. They're all so happy and they are so helpful. And it can be really intimidating to try something new. Maybe it's your first time camping. Maybe it's your first time trying a medium to hard hike, you know? And these rangers have always been so helpful and I never have felt stupid asking questions, you know? I know. They, they, that's their job because they love doing these activities also. They're, they're outdoors people. So they hike. They like to look at birds. They like to fish. They like to enjoy everything that you do. And they want more people to enjoy the outdoors. I mean, as an agency, that's what we want. You yeah, know, we, they're so helpful. And they help keep you safe. I mean, they've asked me before um, when when I did Flatiron in Superstitions, um, they said, how experienced are you? How often do you hike? How much time do you have? How much water do you have? Like they really made sure I was going to be as safe as possible. So I really appreciated that. And I just want people to know it's a really great way to get into outdoor adventuring if you haven't yet, because you have so many resources, including the information that everybody's going to get today. All right, Neil, what parks do you think people should go head to for this time of year? Um, Well, there's quite a few of them. I mean, throughout Arizona, it's awesome weather right now. The leaves are changing, the fish are biting. So um, it, it's a great time to be outdoors. Uh, I think uh, a, a really cool uh, a road trip that you could take is up to Cottonwood to see to check out Dead Horse Ranch State Park. And then from there, you can uh, either get a cabin or stay in a campsite. And there's other state parks that are relatively close to there, like within 30 minutes that you can go check out and then come back to Dead Horse. Oh, perfect. So uh, you can kind of set up your spot and then explore the area a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. So at Dead Horse, you can, you know, there's trails there. There's actually a trail called the Lime Kiln Trail that goes from Dead Horse to Red Rock State Park. Ooh. I think it's 13-mile trail, and it's uh, it's moderate to difficult okay. to hike. Um, but people also uh, mountain bike it quite a bit. Um, I mean, there's also easier trails at Dead Horse that go down by the Verde River. And uh, throughout this time of year, uh, the Game and Fish Department is going to be putting rainbow trout at Dead Horse. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, so, so if you are into fishing, this is the time for you to get there. Yeah. So the the cottonwoods down there and the sycamores are going to be changing uh, bright yellow here pretty soon. Just a gorgeous golden glow. And it's... It's really cool at Dead Horse because the lagoons, um, they're somewhat shielded from the wind, so they they have a glassy surface, and just the reflection of the golden on the lagoons is pretty amazing. That sounds really amazing for our listeners who are photographers as well and want to go capture some beautiful fall images. That sounds so nice. Can we go right now? (laughs) (laughs) I think the leaves are starting to change a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. we'll talk more about the leaf changing in a minute as, as we head into... All things fall. Right. So from Dead Horse, about, I don't know, about 35 minutes away, there's Red Rock State Park. And Red Rock uh, gets you up into those, that red rust-colored canyon country that Sedona is famous for. Oh, yeah. I mean, the changing leaves look so beautiful up against the already red rocks. It's just so, it's so magical all the time, but especially now. The contrast is it's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. And the, the wildlife at Red Rock, I mean, you'll be hiking down a trail and you'll see javelina or mule deer and just a, a variety of birds and it's uh, the, just the the vibe of that park as you kind of hike through. Everybody's uh, 
you know, just there for the same reason, just enjoying the the beauty of this area that we're conserving. Yeah. And you know what I love about being in an area like that? And, and that is a pretty popular park. So you're going to see other people. I always like to say, you know, the same people that you're seeing smiling and saying hi to you and being friendly and calm, they, the day before on Friday afternoon, might have been honking their horn in traffic. Being outside brings out the best in people. It does. And you can be in some spot that might be kind of packed because everybody, you know, wants to go see the changing leaves. They want to have this experience. But everyone is so pleasant because we're doing this collective hobby and we're having this collective experience. And it's just not only an opportunity to connect with nature, but to connect with other people and, and see the best in each other instead of seeing the bad in each other that we see a lot Monday through Friday. Oh, it's, it's so awesome to experience that connection with people that, that you've never met, but you're, you're looking at the same bird and going, wow, that thing is amazing. Yeah. And you start talking to them about it or, you know, then you start to open up conversation. You might meet friends that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, just... if, you're, if you're single, you might meet a boyfriend or a girlfriend too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. I kind of compare it to like being a fan of the same sports team. You know, when you see somebody wearing a Cardinals hat and you're a Cardinals fan, right. it's kind of the same thing. You know, you're able to connect with people about this collective love for nature. Yeah, it, it's a magical thing. And you, it can be experienced throughout the state park system or really, I mean, just it's easier to experience a connection with people within state parks just because you know other people are going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be like-minded people that, uh, you know, are enjoying the same things you do. Um, but it is a magical, amazing thing. Yeah, it's one of the best parts of the outdoors, if you ask me. All right, so from Red Rock State Park. Oh, Slide Rock is also a part of that. It is, yeah. I mean, that's just a little bit further up Oak Creek Canyon. Okay. And... Um, I, it's another like 20, 25 minutes. Up That's the not road. too bad. No, it's not, not when you're on a road trip, you want to be in the car. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can grab a, some good food in Sedona. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of great restaurants there. A lot of cool things to check out and then, uh, go up to slide rock. Cause honestly, uh, it, the water might start getting a little bit chilly for the slide, but mm-hmm. it's, it's way more than just a slide up there. Yeah. It's still beautiful. And there's, there are birds up there. Are there otters? There are. Okay, yeah. because I love otters, and I thought that I saw someone on social media posting we otters did. from Slide Rock. Yeah, was it on the AZ State Park social? It was, and then some oh other people gosh. picked it up. It was uh, one of the rangers went down there, and, uh, you know, it was a river otter, you know, kind of scurrying out of the, the Oak Creek there and up into the rocks, and Red Rock has otters also. See, you don't even need to go to the zoo. You don't need to take the kids to the zoo when you can just go to the state parks and see all the animals out there. It's so cool. It is really cool. And Slide Rock has a lot of animals. I mean, the... The javelina, once again, I mean, those are all over the state, but they're so fun to watch. You know, oh, yeah, they're so cool. Making their noises and stuff. And then uh, there's a, a really cool subspecies of whitetail called the coos whitetail that it's it's a really diminutive deer, really small, and they live at Slide Rock. They live throughout Arizona, but there's a good population at it Slide Rock. It sounds so cute. They're cute. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Now I want to go <laughs> see them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So from there, um, what else would you recommend? Well, you know, just because uh, it, it's, a, it's a favorite and it's so close to um, the population center here in Phoenix, uh, Lost Dutchman. I mean – you can't go wrong checking out that park. Like you said, it's 40, 45 minutes outside of town. You get that remote feeling. And there's all these really cool events that they do to engage the visitors. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's usually about the hiking. But 
there are so many different opportunities to connect with nature in other ways. And one of the things that's on my bucket list is the stargazing because it's so amazing to go out there and see the stars. And again, you're so close to the metropolitan area, but you just make that drive and the stars pop. Right. So cool. Several parks have the, the star parties and it's really cool because you have astronomers out there most of the time that are going to explain exactly what you're looking at. Because, I mean, we all look up at the sky every day and go, oh, man, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But it, we don't it, really know what we're looking at. Right. But yeah. then when somebody's telling you, oh, that's this cool nebulous. I don't, I'm not an astronomer. I mean, yeah. yeah we, but, we won't, we won't uh, make you come up with any <laughs> astronomy right. facts right now. Right. But th- those guys and ladies know exactly what they're looking at and they make it a really uh, educational, interesting experience for people. And what, what a lot of people do at these star parties is they go out beforehand maybe take a hike and then go to the star party and they've already booked a a camp spot so they they make a whole evening and camp out and it's just a a really cool experience that's uh very diverse they do a lot of things and yeah and you guys have made it really efficient to book a campsite on the website and can you just tell everyone what that website is yeah it's azstateparks.com super easy and you know before i was talking about how i felt so empowered getting into outdoor adventuring with arizona state parks and another aspect of this is how well maintained the campsites are you know when you go to lost dutchman that was one of the first places i've ever camped and you have so many resources there available to you You're, you're not just like in the middle of nowhere by yourself there are rangers there that are going to help you answer questions and then they have the showers and you know you guys even have the the filtered water i can fill up my water bottle so for people who are new to camping that's a really great way to ease in i even tell people who want to come camping with me i'm like let's start at lost dutchman you can see how you feel and then you know what if you're not feeling it you can literally just drive (laughs) you can drive back to phoenix or scottsdale or surprise or whatever but that's never happened everybody loves it and they can't wait to get back but uh, it is really nice that there are so many resources there and it's a great way to really ease yourself into to camping but me you know i've been camping for a long time now and it's still one of my absolute favorites you really can't beat watching the sun go down and looking up at the superstition mountains it's really cool it's breathtaking and it it, it does demand staring you know you have mm-hmm. to take a look at this thing when you're there and just kind of sit back and go man people have been looking at this for a long time and it is still just as beautiful as, as it's ever been yeah it's so mesmerizing and that area gets a decent amount of rain out there and so you see a lot of greenery typically and it's it's just beautiful plus one of my favorite hikes in the entire state in the entire world is flat iron so if you've never heard of flat iron um i'm sure i'll be talking about that on an upcoming episode but it's a very difficult hike and it's kind of an all-day thing depending on your level of expertise but oh my gosh that is one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my life so if you are an adrenaline junkie you want that challenge definitely put Flatiron on the bucket list but I love that especially at that park but all Arizona State Parks you don't have to have even mobility you know I always think what if I couldn't hike? And I always want people who don't have the the physical ability to go out and do a hike to be able to experience nature. And you guys offer a lot of that with the stargazing, bird watching, and and just how happy your rangers are to, to really accommodate everyone. Oh yeah, I mean there's different levels of, of trails. You know, they uh, we we try to accommodate everyone. Sometimes just because of the way 
the land is, you, you just, you can't. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. You I know, mean, flat iron is flat iron. <laughs> right, but there are trails that are uh, much more accessible in the, the lower country at not only Dutchman, but... Uh, other parks well and it's you know it's so far beyond just what happens on the trails i mean with the potential for beautiful photography the bird watching um you know we touched on the stargazing but also the fishing and when it comes to fishing you know it's crazy to me that people think of arizona and they don't think there's any water but we actually have some fantastic fishing for our listeners who are fishermen and fisher women where would you recommend right now well Right now, starting next month, the Game and Fish Department is going to be putting rainbow trout in several of our lakes again. Um, for instance, Dead Horse Ranch, uh, Roper, Dankworth Ponds, which is by Roper. Um, and which area is that in? That's in southeastern Arizona. Okay. Yeah, by Safford area. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, oh, the Verde also by uh, Dead Horse because you can access the Verde through the Verde River oh, Greenway. Cool. So if you want to get into some river trout fishing and awesome hikes through the riparian area. That sounds so nice. It's actually going to be really nice next month because of the uh, the leaves. Oh, yeah. So November is going to be just absolutely yeah. fantastic to get outside, not to mention the amazing temperatures. <laughs> right, <I know. laughs> and then uh, Patagonia, they put trout in Patagonia also. So Patagonia, that's in the southern part of the state, right? It is. Yep. South of Tucson. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, maybe, I don't know exactly how far it is. So if you live in Tucson, that's a great day trip. Yeah. But, you know, for those of us in Phoenix, that's a really good weekend trip. There's a lot to do, obviously the fishing, but that's a great spot for bird watching, right? It is. There's a lot of uh, birds that migrate in there and um, you know, like they're so colorful. For instance, uh, people come from around the world to check out this bird called the Elegant Trogon. The Elegant Trogon. I, mean, I love that name. You is. just know it's something special. I mean, when there's elegant in the name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, they're green and red and gray, and they have this really cool call, and they spend time down at Patagonia Lake State That's Park. so cool. How big do you think they are? Um, I don't know. I think they're like nine inches tall or so okay you know, so that's a that's a pretty good size but you should bring binoculars still you should i mean and you can see these things from even the parking lot sometimes i mean or you can make it as easy like that or you could hike into uh behind the lake and check them out in a more remote setting i wow. mean you, but binoculars are definite uh great thing to bring on any bird watching trip. Yeah. I, yeah. I keep them in my hiking backpack now because yeah. I am increasingly, and I know you are too, becoming a bird nerd. Yeah. It's, uh, it, I, it just happened over time. You yeah. Know I mean? For me, it started with the hummingbirds. <laughs> right. And so I would really pay a lot of attention to the hummingbirds and their beautiful colors. And you know, they're just so fun. They like come flying up to you out of nowhere. And you're like, what is that sound? Oh my gosh, is that a bug? And you're like, oh no, it's a hummingbird. Yay. But <laughs> because of that, I kind of like segued into me being a full-on bird nerd now yeah i didn't even know i was until one day my wife called me a bird nerd no yeah. you're part of the club now no. i guess so yeah. <laughs> welcome and then I, I we meet back. on tuesdays nice i'll be there <laughs> yeah if you are not into bird watching yet just watch because the more time you spend outside the the more really amazed you are by them and you start noticing just wow, I've never seen that bird before. And then you're like, what other bird can I see? So right. it's going to happen to you. And Everyone's we, welcome in the Bird Nerd Club. They are. They are. <laughs> and in fact, we have uh, bird walks at several of the parks where oh, cool. fellow bird nerds will be uh, yeah. guiding a hike through the park. Those are our people. They are. They are. <laughs> and Perfect. They'll, they'll explain uh, what bird you're looking at. So you can just check out in the events on our website. It's right on the front page under the About tab. 
on azstateparks.com and then the the bird walks will be in there. Okay, perfect. Now let's talk about Catalina because that's another one that you think would be perfect to see right now. Right. Just because, uh, okay, so Catalina is right outside of Tucson. It's kind of Tucson's equivalent to Phoenix and Mesa's Lost Dutchman. Okay. Okay. It's right outside of town. There's trails that go up into the Catalina Mountains and it's awesome because once again, the feeling of remoteness, once you get back in there deeper, um, you can hike up and it goes from Sonoran Desert up into higher habitat types and you can kind of watch the the vegetation change you can watch and the temperature drop probably yeah Yeah. for sure we like that yeah definitely a ton of different trails there uh there's a lot of campsites and and wildlife and again birds i mean there's there's quite a few birds that hang out there too so when you're booking a campsite are all of the campsites on the website are they all reservable yeah just go to the reservation page it's kind of easiest to go to the the actual park if you want to go to say Catalina State Park, go in the tabs on the top and then you can uh, get campground information and then the prompts will pretty much take you through and you'll be able to choose your campsite and you'll see on a map where it's at. It's, we tried to make it as easy as possible. It for, is super easy from from my experience booking at Lost Dutchman. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's that's what we want because you should just be able to book your spot and then go out there and have fun. I mean, and it's so affordable. Yeah. It is so affordable. You know, I'm planning a couple trips to go see the changing leaves and to experience fall in Arizona. And I was planning on booking an Airbnb for part of my adventures and then camping for part of my adventures. And I went to check out and I was like, why would I spend this amount of money? It was like $250 for, oh, this, yeah. for this room in Flagstaff. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to camp because yeah. it really does make your, your money go farther. And the more money you save on one trip, the more money you have for another one. You got more gas money and snack money as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right, so right. I'm all about it. It really is great, especially for families. Yeah, exactly. I mean, w- I've got four daughters, okay? And we we love spending time in the parks. In fact, uh, Dead Horse Ranch has so much for for kids. I mean, there's a zip line there. Wow. Yeah. No way. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I've gone on it too. Like okay. So maybe. I'm 31. Am I welcome on it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My wife's 31. She's been on it too. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was, um, dead horse that dead has horse. a zip line. Well, yeah. And then wow. the, the, the campgrounds there are cabins and it's just so easy to, I mean, obviously, just like the other parks, the staff is amazing, yeah. but there's so much to keep them interested. There's the the campground, the the playground has like these things that spin around and it's wow. just, it's a relatively new playground, but um, the zip line is the main You draw. know, something I want to point out too, for, I love all this, the kid-friendly stuff in that area. Um, Cottonwood is actually home to a lot of good wine. For, oh, yes, for people is. who are looking to um, enhance their experience in some other ways. Right, right. <laughs> so that's that's kind of one of my favorite things is you can go find some great bottles of wine and, you know, bring them back to the that, back to the campsite, right? Right. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. You might as well. Yeah, good stuff. So, uh, Neil, you have been wonderful. One more thing I want to mention about Arizona State Parks is – Our friend Roger Naylor, who is a wonderful, wonderful Arizona travel writer, he just put out a book called Arizona State Parks, A Guide to Amazing Places in the Grand Canyon State. I got mine on Amazon, so I recommend you heading there or checking out Roger on social media, getting to know him and and seeing what a great resource he is because this book gives 
so much great information about Arizona State Parks. And, you know, we tried to cover as much as we could in the podcast. But if you want more information, as I'm sure you do now, you can go check out that book by Roger Naylor. And we're so excited about this. I'm teaming up with Arizona State Parks to give away some passes to the parks ahead of National Take a Hike Day. So National Take a Hike Day is going to be on November 17th. So Arizona State Parks and I will be launching a giveaway that you can enter starting October 10th. What we're asking you to do is post a picture to your Instagram story that features your favorite hike in an Arizona State Park. And then when you put it on your Instagram story, tag at Kristen Keogh and tag at AZ State Parks. We will then enter you to win two passes and we will draw those winners in November. Your last day to enter will be November 10th and then we'll announce those winners on November 11th. So make sure you follow at Kristen Keogh and at AZ State Parks on social media. We're going to be doing the giveaway on Instagram. So stay tuned for more information on that on Instagram, and we can't wait to see who our winners are. Neil, I'm so excited about this giveaway. I am too. I think it's going to be really cool, and we're going to be able to see uh, see these parks through other people's eyes. You know, it's always fun to watch what people post about the parks and then kind of see, you know, how, how they like to enjoy it. I love that you yeah. said that because it really does help you learn more about the experiences that you want to have when you see what other people are up to out there. Yep. Well, I'm super stoked for National Take a Hike Day. Neil, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. And thanks to all of our awesome listeners for being here with her. We will see you next time. I really appreciate Neil coming on the show. And given all that great knowledge he dropped, we will definitely be bringing him back on for more information and inspiration from Arizona State Parks. No matter which fall adventure you find yourself on, I hope you find the happiness available to you in this season, and if necessary, the healing too. When we let go, we allow what's no longer serving us to be cleared from our paths. But to get by during the discomfort of change, we must have faith that what's meant for us will show up in our next season. For anyone who's going through a rough time, I know from now through the holidays, emotions can be difficult to manage. Remember that no matter what you're dealing with, nature is always available to you for an escape, even if it's simply going for a 15-minute walk or watching the birds while you drink your coffee on the patio. I'm also available to you via direct message on social media. I'd also love to hear which topics you'd like me to talk about, and I always want to see your outdoor pictures. You can find me on social media at Kristen Keogh and check out my blog herewithher.com. As always, I want to thank my producer, Jeremy Isaac, and of course, the Social Television Network for the space and all the equipment that we use to bring you this podcast. And finally, thank you for being here with her.